Financial Grown-Up Guide, Hint CEO, Kara Golden on being undaunted and rejecting simple checklists. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. So one of our most talked about episodes here on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast was the one featuring Hint CEO, Kara Golden. She shared the story of how John Legend, yes, the John Legend, ended up being an investor and supporting Hintwater by doing things like, oh, just placing it front and center on the piano at some concerts just because he really liked the drink. It's good stuff. It seemed almost magical that things would just always work out for Kara. But that glosses over the rest of the story, a multi-decade-long slog through so many out-of-the-blue setbacks, both personal and in her business, including starting the company with four kids under the age of six, and oh, little things like that time Starbucks just cut her product from pretty much all of their stores after she had the orders in her pipeline for a reason that had nothing to do with her drink. Or the time the big companies tried to copy her after initially dismissing and really kind of making fun of Hint and saying people would never go for that kind of drink. Hmm. Well, anyway, even though she was being profiled in major magazines for her incredible success, things were less than perfect behind the scenes. And now she's revealing a lot in a very candid new book called Undaunted, We're going to talk about that and so much more. I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview. Here is Hint CEO, Kara Golden. Kara Golden, welcome back to the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. So last time you were here, we talked about John Legend being a fan and you made it seem so easy. Recently, I got a sneak peek at your book, Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. You make it look easy. It is not easy. <laughs> yeah. It was two decades. I know, right? It's crazy. So time flies when you're having fun, right? You're having fun, but you also had a lot of work along the way. You had a lot of kids along the way. There was a lot happening. You know, it, there, someone says this, like life is happening when, you know, you're not paying attention, that kind of thing. I mean, you were paying attention, but your life was happening while you were building this business. And now I met you only a couple of years ago through a networking group that we're in. And I always, I only know you as the CEO of Hint, which is a brand that I see everywhere. So I didn't know this whole backstory. I mean, tell us a little bit about that and the journey and the idea that so many people see you now and don't know the backstory and your decision to write the book. Yeah, including John. So John Legend is an investor in the company. It was funny when he read the book, he said, okay, what was so fun is that I kept turning the pages and I said, okay, this is when she shuts the company down. And then I realized that you haven't shut the company down and you're doing really well. And so you got through all of these crazy times. You know, I started Hint 15 years ago, no experience in this industry. So my book is called Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. And 
really it's about the journey of building something because I, I really believe that especially in today's world, people need to understand you don't need a lot of experience to just go out and do things. What you need to do is have permission from yourself to go and try. The reality is, is that a lot of people who have built companies, including myself, they're smart people, but they didn't have experience. They had curiosity and they were okay with potentially failing. They, you know, went out and just did. And so it's a story of building hint, but really more. It's a story of resilience and doing something that I really wanted to do. And you mentioned kids. I started this company when I have four kids under the age of six. I've sort of come out of the tunnel a little bit and happy to say that I really believe being a parent who has worked with these kids and they've seen this amazing business being built. Now, I can't even imagine that that they won't be entrepreneurs themselves because they've just seen that while this is hard, they could potentially go out and do whatever they want to do if they find a problem to solve and something that they're passionate about. And it was, it's very much a family business. I mean, you would put them to work. Let's be clear. It definitely. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I remember early on that my uh, sales guys in New York, my son went out with uh, with one of them and he said, he's way harder. Like if the bottles aren't turned the right way, if the labels aren't turned the right way. And so just little things like that. Like I, I always smile when I think about this because although my dad was kind of a frustrated entrepreneur working inside of a large company, I never really got kind of the hands-on learning that I think my, you know, kids have gotten in understanding what things are important and also understanding that, you know, you actually can go up against big industry and win. You can also be a female CEO and grow a company in a significant way. So I think all of those lessons are really important, especially for people who are sitting here saying, oh my gosh, I can't do this. You know, I've got little kids at home and they're finding excuses as to why they can't do it. You can do it. You might need to go slower. One of the things that I usually do with authors is I ask authors to put together checklists. You said to me, nope, there's no checklist. Talk about why entrepreneurs shouldn't have these checklists that we all love to have, like five easy ways to make sure your business is a super success. Tie it up with a yeah, bow. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I, I've had uh, people say to me, usually it's kind of wannabe entrepreneurs who really want the one or two or five things that they ultimately need to do in order to start this business. And when I talk to entrepreneurs in every single category, every single industry, it's kind of the same thing. And that's sort of the element of making an incredible entrepreneur is that there was no checklist. And when they go back and they think, well, okay, I kind of went left, but then while I was going left, I actually figured out that I should go right because this was working. And so most people who are really looking for a checklist probably are not entrepreneurs. And that's okay too. I talk about it in the book that you can join entrepreneurs. Just because you're not going to go start a company doesn't mean that you can't go and take on an incredible amount of responsibility within a company. But I think that there is no checklist. There's a vision and there's a willingness to go and try and a resilience that is definitely apparent. We're in a recession now. Many people's businesses have taken hits that they never saw coming. 
you had to guide Hint through the last recession and were asked to make some tough choices. And you came out strong and a lot of similar companies did not. What are you doing now to weather this recession that you can share with us and maybe give other entrepreneurs some inspiration for getting through this very challenging business time? I think the number one thing that I learned from dealing with other difficult business times is really focusing on what is working. And so during a time when people are sitting here almost frozen, right? Thinking, oh gosh, nothing is working. Something has to be working. There has to be one thing that is really working. And so can you figure out how to throw the gas on that and get some traction? And there's always going to be things along the way that are out of your control that you really cannot predict when those things will come back, if they'll ever come back. But in the meantime, by focusing on those things that ultimately are working, like for us, it was the direct-to-consumer business, you're able to not only potentially bring in more revenue to your company, but also, you know, when you have something that is working, it's very motivating, not only for you, but also for your team to say, okay, everybody, like start working on this because it's really working. And so I think that that is such a key thing during this time for everybody to be focusing on. Find that thing that's ultimately working. And also you talk about direct to consumer sales. You really hadn't focused that much on your website and sort of owning your own sales until you dealt with companies like Amazon that would not share their data. I mean, that's an important thing is owning the information to understand your customer. A hundred percent. It really goes back to the purpose of the company. I was never, I didn't start this company because I wanted to run a beverage company. I started it because I actually saw that by making the shift away from diet soda to drinking water that tasted better, I got healthier and my family got healthier. And so I thought if I can actually get to those people who are trying to do exactly what I was trying to do, then that would ultimately help me to grow my business. But again, it's, you know, Jeff Bezos, we love Amazon, we still sell through Amazon. For us, Amazon is just like another retailer, just like a Whole Foods or Kroger or anybody else that we sell through that ultimately owns their own data. But we wanted the option to be able to communicate and get to know our customer as well. And that's really, especially during a time like COVID, where out-of-stock situations in stores on Amazon as well. And everybody was just trying to keep up. We thought we can just go directly from our warehouse and ship directly to these consumers. And so that business has almost tripled since March for us. It's been really crazy. And again, because we have that relationship with the consumer, it's not that we are shutting down any of those other relationships. It's just that they're trying to manage not just us, but a lot of other vendors as well. But I think that lesson goes to the heart of everything, whether it's your business or your life. It's important to to have that control. Totally. And one other final topic I just wanted to touch on, towards the end of the book, you talk a little bit about FOMO because you're in California, you see a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm sorry, not entrepreneurs, you see a lot of people working for big companies and making all this money as employees because of stock options and stuff. This is going on while you, I have this vision of you and your family, like hauling these boxes and boxes of hint water to go to stores yourself. Cause a lot of this you're doing yourself, you're funding it yourself. Talk about FOMO when you're building something, not necessarily even an entrepreneurial venture, but just in life. We tend to look at other people and feel like everyone's having this grand thing. And it's so much harder for us. 
Yeah, I think it really just goes back to knowing your purpose. Yes, you will see people with nicer houses and better clothes from Barney's or or whatever. I guess there's not Barney's anymore. But Barney's went out of business. So there's a lesson right there. I've been so busy. I, I have not really focused on that at the moment. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really understanding what your purpose is. And again, just going back to the mission. And that's the really the most important thing, because there will always be people who you know, have nicer cars and houses and whatever. But if you're doing something that is meaningful, and I think health is incredibly meaningful to people. I I think it's the number one thing that I see everyone focusing on today. Like nobody actually wants to get this disease. Wherever you live, how much money you have, how many stock options you have, everyone wants to stay healthy. And I think having a company that is ultimately focusing on that is something that I've reminded myself every single day is a good thing. It is a good thing. And thank you for all that you do. And by the way, people should understand it was a natural brand extension to do different flavors of water, to do carbonated water and so on. But then your other brand extensions have not been necessarily about beverages. So even though we think of Hint big picture as a beverage company, you're now into suntan lotion, which you again had personal reasons, which people should read the book to find out more about. And then you're in deodorant. And is it antiperspirant or deodorant? Because you actually clarify the difference in the book as well. Yeah. So it's deodorant, but moving away from antiperspirant because all antiperspirant contains aluminum, which going back to kind of a family health issue around Alzheimer's that I was grappling with, I saw that we could actually solve a problem for most consumers. Most consumers don't actually understand the difference between deodorant and antiperspirant. I didn't. And why they, yeah. And why they shouldn't have it until it's too late. And that is really. The hardest thing for consumers today is even when you shop at the best stores or, you know, you see celebrities holding a lot of these products, you just don't ultimately really understand how that could impact your health until it is too late. And so I thought it's my responsibility to actually try to show people what the difference is. And what I learned really by doing those products too about just the overall mission of the company is it's not just to help consumers, but it's also to help categories and, and other brands like suntan categories and also the personal care category as a whole. Because I really believe that if we can actually lead and some of these other large brands that are not really doing great for the consumer follows, that's okay too. That to me is incredibly motivating to know that companies were actually following us to actually create products, for example, that don't have oxybenzone in them, which is true. I mean, we were not seeing products prior to us launching sunscreen that really called attention on the front of the package to say no oxybenzone. That to me Mm -hmm. is leading in an industry, little hint. That's what's so crazy. And that really is what the impact of what entrepreneurism is. It's not just about starting a company for money. It's actually creating change. And that is what everybody can do. And everybody sees holes in their life that can be solved. And if you really think that you can go and solve those problems, you have an idea just try and figure it out. It doesn't matter if you don't have experience. And and that's really what you're going to hear out of my book. And, and hopefully will motivate people to go and create other companies. That's what we need. 
And the book is Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. Where can people find out more about you? We know we can get the book everywhere. Yeah, so just Kara Golden, karagolden.com or on social. Definitely come say hi and buy the book and come see exactly what other people are saying about it as well. It's getting uh, some great attention. Thank you so much for coming back to Financial Grown Up. Thank you so much, Bobby. Okay, my financial grown-up friends, having heard what Kara had to say, should we be making checklists? Are there easy tips to accomplish X and Y that maybe make it seem a little bit too easy? Maybe making it seem like things just come naturally when really they take a lot more work and a lot more time than we sometimes realize. DM me on Instagram at BobbyRebel1. And by the way, if you like money tips, I would love to send you a list of some of my favorite everyday money tips from the show, from some of the most high profile people we've had on, people like Kevin O'Leary, Barbara Corcoran, David Bach, and so on. You can grab yours on my website at BobbyRebel.com. Go check out Kara's new book, Undaunted, and let me know what you relate to in the book. There's a lot of great stuff in there. I love hearing different perspectives when we read things. So let me know, as I said, what you guys think. Big thanks to Hint CEO Kara Golden once again for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.